video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 38th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. I am your not-so-humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8Bit. As per usual, I'm joined by my two partners in crime, Reese Kirby at Reese8Bit, Sam Abraham at 8BitSam. How you going today, my boys? Look at that OG trilogy today. That's oh, it. The that's tripod it. is back. Yeah. Triangle is the strongest shape in geometry. We create the tip of the spear. Yeah. The tip of the spear. Illuminati. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> it's good going? to see you, Sammy. It's been a while. It has been a little while. It feels like it's been uh, ages since I was last doing this. Mm, yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, it's good to thanks, have you thanks back, Thanks for mate. taking the time. And uh, mm. thanks to Lion to us for saying you're going to grow your hair out because I know you've got to cut <laughs> oh, again. I couldn't, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't do it. I really wanted to. Oh. I really wanted to. My heart was really in it, Brendan. And then so many people told me I was due for a haircut, including... You know, people that I have to answer to, like my mum. <laughs> so, why do people feel the need to tell you what to do with your life? I don't know. It happens the all worst. the time. You're still young and impressionable. I am. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I still get sucked into doing stupid things like riding skateboards. Yes, uh, yes. yes. Tell us about that. So I've had a bad fall. I uh, what are you eighty? I, <laughs> I feel like I might be. This is uh, trying to wipe is... myself, and I took a bit of a tumble. I I uh, I'll, I was, I'll say I was one a, thing. I was at that a skate bruise park. is impressive. It's pretty oh, yeah. bad. So I was at a skate park, and uh, and I'm not a skater. This is my midlife crisis come early. Um, <laughs> I had people a... just buy an MX5. I don't know why you had to go yeah. on a skateboard. Are they the convertible ones? They're yeah. the yeah. they are the convertible they ones, are and they're like the two seaters. Yeah, the they are the midlife. Like that's, a hair, midlife that's a hairdresser life. car. Apologies to anyone who's got an MX-5. I have a friend who has an MX-5. Oh, is he 40? He doesn't listen to the podcast. No, because he's 40. He, we he might want, actually. We don't want him listening know. to the podcast. Well, now no, he's we not. do. Now he's not. We do. Now he's not. Just there maybe you go. trade the MX in. I'll say one thing. They hold their value very well. The MX-5s? Mm. Do they? Yeah. This is a cars, by the way, people. Mm. Um, the cars podcast. Let's on the get back onto the network. Look, it's a quick story. I I just... My ambition uh, far exceeded my ability and I decided to like drop in. Um, turns out I don't have the greatest balance in the world and the board slipped from under me, smashed my arm against the ground. It's bruised like a... Oh, I was, was going to cuss there. I probably shouldn't. It's yeah. bruised like a motherfucker. And I'll say it, it really hurts. It really hurts. I can't straighten it. I can't like sleep on it. <clears throat> if I sleep on the other side, it, it's just, it's, it's a mess. Your arm looks like a rotten banana. It does look like it a really rotten banana. It really does. The color's not great. No. Yeah. Like, and, and I'll, I'll admit I laughed at first when you said you were going to get a skateboard. Yeah. And I'm still <laughs> laughing you, now you that it's was been, you know what, six weeks maybe since he's bought said skateboard and now he's had his first skate-related industry in, um, injury even. Gosh. Yeah. Trying to drop in on a quarter pipe. But it's all, it's all uphill from here, right? 
Like no. you'd hope so because like, that, that looks serious. I don't, I, know. I don't think the injuries stop here. I don't think that's how it works. No, they don't stop here. But it's like uh, if this is you know this is pretty bad. I can live with this. Nah, I could just like it didn't break. Like oof. yeah, that would have been. But I got a bit upset that it didn't break. Then you could have got a sweet cast. Yeah, and got I could all have the guys like, down at the skate ramp there to sign it. Yeah, all the uh, all the sixteen and seventeen year olds who yeah. were bumming cigarettes off me. That's not creepy yeah. at all. Yeah, I know. It's something very weird about a twenty six year old guy at the skate park. It's also weird that they're bumming cigarettes off you. I yeah. thought it'd be the other way around. <laughs> me bumming cigarettes <laughs> yeah. off you. Hey kid, you no, got, no, a, no. got a dart for me, no. mate. There's a there's a hierarchy to all things, Brendan. I still find it funny that the old schoolyard currency of a ciggy for a dollar has pretty much translated to real life, you know. Yeah, there's ratio no ciggies to dollars now. There's no profit uh, in it actually, anymore. It's, it's more. It's probably a dollar twenty to a cigarette. Due, due to inflation, has gone to two dollars. If you go to some of the convenience stores around Redfern and Surrey Hills, if you need to buy a Lucy, it's two bucks. A lo- that's a singular that's cigarette. A singular cigarette, which is illegal. It's illegal to sell. Yeah, uh, some shops sell singular yeah. cigarettes. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. because I've lived under a rock. No, well, I mean, Mate, when you're a kid, that's yeah, the best pe- you can get. People in the city, they just they they like to buy the Lucys. I get okay. it. So there's a few shops you could get I in there and be why like, it's oh, such I got a big six deal. bucks. Get me three Lucys. Yeah, and a packet of Tally Hose. No, you don't need them. Oh, maybe smoking some joints later. How far down the rabbit hole are we going here? <laughs> I'm figuring if you're buying singular cigarettes, you're already halfway there. So, <laughs> Really? I, I don't know. Maybe you're just dabbling in smoking. You want to be cool. Nah. Uh, we've all been 15 once upon a time. Never smoked. Never have. So I guess never I've smoked. never been cool. No, well, you know. One all, day. One day. We've all known that. Have you seen the new Logan trailer? It looks yeah. great. <clears throat> so awesome! I'm so I'm actually like pretty hyped for this movie. It looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was blown away. Old Man Logan. I know nothing of you know. I, I'm not a comic book guy, so, as I've mentioned many times before on the podcast. But this is like an arc from Wolverine's story. I'm guessing where he's old and yeah, yeah. So it's set a few years beyond, obviously, most of the X Men universe, and it's it's an older, disheveled, even more grizzled, you know, Logan or Wolverine. You yeah. know, at, at the end of his rope and. Living in isolation and what have you, they've they've handled it really really well. Like um, Hugh Jackman looks fantastic in this role. Like he's just this old beaten down dude. It's his old last Patrick time. Stewart, yeah. So it's, it's his, his last, last time go putting around. the claws on. And I like that they've turned up the maturity level in this in this film as well. Like there's a few things that they didn't show in the initial trailer that since have leaked out, like a like a red band trailer where they show obviously a little bit more yeah. extremities. And, and there's a few scenes where he's you know impaling guys in the head with his claws and stuff so they're going pretty visceral pretty gory a lot more of a mature take on on the source material which is great because it is it is pretty pretty serious like that story arc like it's sort of like the fast and furious franchise to me the way x-men runs because it just seems like every movie rewrites the history of all previous movies yeah (laughs) it makes no sense canon 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 chronologically (laughs) yeah so Here's a question. Why does he look so old here? Like, but he's lived for like 200 years already or something. Like he's lived since like... Because he's pretty much lost, lost a lot of the ability to, to regenerate and things like that. Like, as you see, you could see all oh, the scars right. and things like I that see. on him. Quest, question for the Hugh Jacobites. <clears throat> Will he get his shirt off? Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you saw it off in the trailer because you saw all the scars on his back and things like that. So that shirt's already off. Hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for it. I'm, yeah. Pretty much the only... Superhero movie next to 
Deadpool that I'm actually down for. Mm. Well, um, mm. oh, Doctor Strange comes out in what five days, I think, next Thursday. Now, good friend Dan oh, Harmon right. helped with the comedy writing of that particular Did he? movie. Surprising, yeah. Did he? Good friends of the podcast, Dan mm. Harmon. Shout out! We'll be seeing him soon. Yeah, he's coming to Australia, isn't he? I've secured my ticket. Nice. Mm. Is it just one ticket? Like you're like, fuck it, I'll yeah, go on my own. Went, went rogue. <laughs> yep, went, went rogue. rogue. <laughs> went rogue. Thought thought that they were going to go yeah. sell out, but <clears throat> I realised that was a silly idea later. Mm. But uh, yeah. That actually whole festival sounds kind of interesting because there's a Harambe memorial service, a cat video festival. What, what festival? I hate the Binge Society. Festival. Binge Festival. All right. Uh, cat video uh, video festival, uh, meme awards, um, plus a writer's workshop with Dan. So it's going to be... It's chockers. <clears throat> like that is the only part that has any ounce of merit to it. The rest of it is just ironic piss takes. Yeah, but if people pay for that, then it works out. Oh yeah, like and that's the thing. People <laughs> the, will for the organisers. I, I, I think I think people will pay for it. I like. I, I think it'll be it'll be a success. But um, yeah, if you haven't already, check out the Sydney Opera House website because tickets for Binge Fest are available. Hmm. That's late December, isn't it, or mid to late December? I December eighteenth. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, eighteenth or thirteenth. I maybe, can't remember. Maybe an early Christmas present for people out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, it almost is Christmas, isn't it? <clears throat> you know what my early Christmas present feels like at the moment? Oh, Battlefield I One. Think I know. Oh, okay. No, I, I am loving this game. Okay, uh, loving, single, loving this game. Single player storyline or online the, or what? Yeah, I've, I've dabbled a little bit in the in the multiplayer. I've only probably had maybe five five matches in the multiplayer outside of playing in the beta. Mm-hmm. But the single player campaign is brilliant. Yeah, what about it is brilliant? Well, there's they're sort of six different arcs, right? They, they don't interchange, so they're complete little standalone, maybe four, three or four mission arcs. Um, mm-hmm. There's one where you're, you're landing at Gallipoli and you, you, you're taking on, you're being the a couple Turks. of Aussies. Oh, you're a couple of Aussies. So you're a couple of Aussies. I can't remember the actor's name. They've actually got a few likeness of actors in, couple of the within diggers. the game as well. So you're a few of the diggers. You know, you're, you're, you're bloody cruising around Gallipoli. You're riding a horse. It's funny. They hit all, all the Aussie army-based tropes. They, they make really? a joke about New Zealand. Huh. They're talking about the bloody palms, all this stuff. Like, it's as Aussie as Vegemite, but wow. it's just so well handled. Each one of the stories, there's that one. There's another one. There's six of them. There's, I think Through Mud and Blood is the one I've just finished now where, where you're a, a, um, a tank a tank sort of team and so each one you you take the role of an individual character so in the tank one i think his name was danny edwards and you're you're now you're a tank driver mm-hmm. trudging through world war one it's around 1918 i think in this one it's just visceral everywhere there's bodies everywhere the environment tonally it's right on point like a lot of this game feels like you're playing if you're looking at all the war movies over the years like probably saving private ryan Hits tonally, or well, I guess more so visually, Not, than, than what about Mel Gibson and Gallipoli? Well, Gallipoli, Gallipoli does the does its um, part for the Aussie segment, but yeah. I just overall like where it just smacks you in the face, like it doesn't hold anything back. Like there's bloodshed, there's people dying everywhere. You can feel the tension. Like the soundtrack is insane. the The sound effects, like I've been playing with with my MH fifties on during my entire playthrough, and and it's almost blown my head off. Like just the the noise, the aircraft sounds, everything is so true to life. Graphically, it looks amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The character models, 
the, the depth of field, the environmental effects, you know, the destructible environments, the buildings, the trees, everything like that. You know, one of the biggest positives of the Battlefield series since it's been out is the fact you can blow up buildings, you can take segments of areas out as opposed to, you know, a COD where it just, you know, yeah. bullets hit the wall and disappear. Yeah. It's just insane. It feels like you're reliving these key wins and these key battles throughout, you know, World War One. Um, I haven't done the um, sort of the Arabian section yet, so I've done the Gallipoli campaign. I've done the tank battle. The Italian section's awesome. You, you like this armoured armored sort of special forces guy. You're like almost like an old Iron Man trudging mm. through with his giant machine gun, mowing down guys, and then you're trying oh. to find your brother going through all the... Um, all these tunnels and embankments and, and just you're deep in deep in enemy territory. It's it's fantastic. This game was such a surprise to me. I've really? always had a bit of a love hate relationship with the Battlefield series, but this one, in my opinion, is the best one I've personally ever played through the entire series. It's probably one of the best first person shoes I've played in the last few years. Okay, you know it's and the storyline perspective just hammers at home, hits all the right notes. It's one of my games of the year so far, hands down. Well, hands down. That's that's interesting to say there. that because that's it, the year's coming to an end very soon, isn't it? Yeah. So, and, and I can't really think of too many contenders. Yeah, it's it's blown me away. This game. Okay. It's it only came out this past week. Yeah, it came out um, on Friday. I, I think you can get it pretty cheap already on console. It, it might only be sixty or seventy bucks. Yeah. I uh, I was watching you play it, and yeah, gra- graphically it's intense. Mm. It's it's amazing, and because you're smashing it on your little Alienware. Uh, no, Asus. 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 Sorry, Asus. Um, you know, done up to the nines gaming laptop. Mm. It just looks so fluid. Yeah. Um, I oh, I kind of want to play. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm usually into play. these games, but uh, I kind of want to play. Yeah. This is this is sort of the first game that I've bought to 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 I guess give give a stress test of this of this PC I've got now. Like obviously, predominantly I'm a console gamer. Yep. I'd usually in years past buy this game on on console, but I thought, you know what, let's let's put this thing through its paces. So I'm running everything on ultra settings and the GPU is just humming like a dream. It renders amazingly well. The graphics, it's it's one of the best looking games I've I've seen, you know, through my eyes. Obviously some guys can probably speak more highly on other games on computer because that's their core focus. But yeah. because I'm more of a fresh eyed computer guy now, this thing just looks mint. So you've been going to war in Battlefield 1. I've been going to war as well. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Different kind of war. <laughs> going to war, eh? Going to war in Dragon Quest Builders. Oh, ah. really? Yeah. What do you think uh, of this game? On what console was that? Uh, I'm playing it on PlayStation. Okay. PlayStation 4. Yep, yep. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's definitely not a... I mean, it's, it's, it strikes me as a kid's game. Okay. And I'm not thoroughly enjoying it. Um... Uh, for a couple of different reasons, but it's like it's it's likened to Minecraft in a lot of ways because um, it's it's base building and you're defending against like the monsters of the night basically, and it, it is that you're destroying blocks and placing blocks in you know wherever you want to create structures and you're uh, you're crafting and it's just uh, it is in, in in so many ways very similar to Minecraft, but it's so uh, there's so much handholding involved, and it sucks so much. Um, oh. I think it is. So there's a tutorial that goes forever <laughs> that tells you basically how it all works. So the idea of 
um, how uh, the different things you can build, how to build structures, how to build specific types of rooms. So to build like a kitchen, for example, you have to have specific things in that room for it to, to recognize that it's a kitchen mm-hmm. um, or to recognize that it's a bedroom. You have to have you know certain number of beds in there. Um, that just learning that could just could have just been like a menu, you yeah. know, just telling you what's required. Just a little pop-up saying, ins- you need this and this. That's right. But instead, you're forced to just go through this really tiring tutorial. Um, also, it, it really restricts you in, in how creative you can be with buildings. So you can only build within certain areas. Um, only a certain grid is technically considered to be a base. So you can't like do anything crazy, like build these crazy moats around it and uh and have that technically considered to be the base as well uh it's still fun um sort of like you can still do a few different cool things uh but ultimately uh, it's not really my cup of tea i'm afraid so it's a very very watered down minecraft it's very with copious hand holding i hate the hand holding <clears throat> so much mm. And like, just give me access to everything straight away. That's why Minecraft's so good, is because mm. you just you you're off and running, and you can do whatever yeah. you want. Um, this is just very so. This you taxing. had to almost like level up. There was a progression system to be able to build better. Well, there things, is a progression system. There is a leveling system. Um, your base, so more people will come to your base and give you quests uh, as you go through mm. and uh, unlock more more things. Um, but yeah, it's just it's I, I think of you know sometimes we used to talk about like what warcraft is kill 10 of this bring 10 of these back kill 10 of this bring it's very much like that yeah, yeah. no thanks yeah. say one thing the character models look kind of cute though it is very cutesy and kitty based never been a fan it? of it yeah? yeah no that that style and like um square does that a lot with their games especially the games that they're like the final fantasy titles that they'll remake yeah, yeah. um so i think four final fantasy four mm-hmm. the characters are like that those mm-hmm. little sort of chibi and world um, of um World of Final Fantasy or whatever it is coming out. That's yeah. got the same type of oh, character models. It does. It's it's not my thing. Mm. It's too cute. Too cute, see. Mm. They did it in like um, Theater Rhythm as well, the Final Fantasy music game. Yeah. Like all of your favorite badass characters are just kind of reduced to like three pixel freaking things with long eyes and like mm. rosy cheeks. It's mm. like, that's not the badass freaking squall that destroyed Ultima Sia. That's just some little... Yeah, it's surprising how much how much that sort of stuff goes down well with people, though. Mm. I find like heaps of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, there's definitely yeah, there's definitely people out there that enjoy it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> just, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm more for badass than yeah. You know. So, so <laughs> you, would you recommend a game like this just to I guess to a younger audience? I would. Say? Yeah, I, I had this thought, and unfortunately, my nephew's probably too young still, but he's about he's about six. I, I had a thought that he might enjoy the game but there's so much reading involved as well and that's probably not engaging enough nah. for a six-year-old yeah. or a seven-year-old yeah it's uh, interesting it seems like yeah they're trying to target that younger audience but as you said on the other hand when it's so text heavy and and you know menu driven as far as reading all this yeah kids would just get bored it is, and it is attention it is a little bit complicated um as crafting systems should be crafting mm. systems shouldn't be you know overly simple but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not finished it yet. I've, uh, I've got about six hours into it. Um, I, I will finish it and I'll come back to you with a Is bit more Is there an end game? Like when you start the game, you know, you need to build. So yeah, the well, there's a, I mean, there's a very loose plot. The plot is that uh, it's a freaking weird plot. So everyone in the world's forgotten how to build. 
God. Right? So everyone's forgotten. And uh, you're special because you remembered. Like you've been granted the gift of building by the goddess. Wow. And you have to take down this uh, like this evil sorcerer king mm. who, you know, commands the armies and of, of evil and sends them against your base. Um, it's, it's, that's it. That's is there any is. dragons in the game? Is there any dragons in the mm. game? I haven't encountered any dragons. I expect there will be a dragon. I'm, because, I'm assuming because no. it's, it's in called the Dragon Quest. But also because you have other like types of monsters, um, like I'm fighting chimeras. Okay. So not real chimeras, mind you. Not real, real chimeras. Mm. Sorry, in inverted brackets. <laughs> uh, no, more like um, just like weird, like dragon bird things that are okay. snakehead. Yeah, yeah. Most of those Dragon Quest titles never really hit the mark. Mm. I've know. never played one. I've, so I've only I sort have. of yeah. It's, looked it's, at it from an outsider. It's been like a like a RPG type of world system thing that they've tried to get going, and it's just it's always I've never met anyone that's been like ah. Oh, Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest is yeah. my favorite game. Yeah. It's just no one's ever... I mean, I know people that like playing it. Mm. I've seen a few streamers play uh, Rock... What is it? Rocket Quest. <laughs> Dragon Dragon Quest. But they never really sort of go on about how I always, it's the best game ever. I always um, think of it... Uh, well, whenever I think of it, I, like, I immediately relate it to like Fire Emblem. Yeah. I relate it to uh, like Sword of Mana. And I relate it to Final Fantasy. Because they're all, to me, very close in yeah. style yeah um you know well, square enix is doing dragon quest it's but, but it's always the weaker of the you know of, mm. of every single one of those mm. yeah so anyway not great don't get it don't get it for your kids <laughs> <laughs> okay straight up public yeah. service announcement that's it avoid um, dragon quest builders no i think costs. it would be okay for kids it's definitely not mm. a game for you know maybe like adults. a 10 and up you reckon? Yeah, it might be a good introduction to this style of game, this idea of world building and, um, y- you know, games like Minecraft, uh, you know, it's... I think you I'm just, try- want, you just to want to say, who, just play Minecraft instead. It's, I really do. I'm just trying to find who this game would be suitable for because it's not adults, I don't think. I don't know that it's children either. Mm. What else is there? Babies? <laughs> babies <laughs> and <dogs>. Animals? <laughs> this game is suitable for babies and dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I picked up Gears of War 4 Yes Can we finally play the campaign Yeah we just need awesome. some time to play it But uh, you know A little bit of a Kerbo Quest uh, hack Because it's a hundred bucks It's right on that hundred mark Which is odd to me Because most games that come out Seem to be around that 90, 90 mark yeah. Or the 109 You see a lot of those 109 yeah. I don't 95. get the 109 I don't, it's, it's just cash grab I don't know what the, Yeah what that's all about Like I know the Special edition was 129 I was like oh. Yeah So, so What was I, the hack? Well the hack was Big Big W Always consistently have The lowest prices And it's just um, You just ask them The price match And they do it So I got ended up getting it For 79 bucks So, so uh, you bought it Somewhere else But asked them The price match I bought w. it at EB um, but I asked them to price match because EB are great like that. That's they one thing. They are match. good like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because if you went to Big W, there's probably one copy in that whole store and it's hidden behind 75 copies of Nightmare Before Christmas on DVD somewhere. Like their gaming collection And you have to ask someone to go so to the glass and yeah. can you open this for me? And no one's got a key and the guy who has the key, it's his day off today and he's up the coast and he has to come back down and get the key and give it to you so you can open the thing and then you have to go and get the inside of the game from out the back in the chasm of wherever they keep the media mm. of the big W and it's in like, it's in like a giant plastic case, which is like a boat anchor. 
and you've got to unlock it using this immensely difficult system to unlock it. It's I think like there's just, biometrics in it. I can't. You know, no. Hand and eye I've, scan. I've never bought anything if, of that nature from any of those department stores. Mm. It's always been EBJB online. Apart from that projector that you hustled that girl at Kmart for. Oh, but oh that's that, not that, media. That that's such an awful story. That's like, that, that's a projector. What are you talking about? What's wrong with that? Isn't it that you got her in trouble? I didn't I get think, her in I trouble. I think she got fired. She, she didn't get fired. fired. No one got was fired. Casey or something? No mm. one got fired. Kerbo style is, is a way of life. So Battlefield, sorry, not Battlefield, Gears of War. Yeah, we're ready to play it. Mm. Have you told, have you well, we're going to do yet? a stream, but now I think we're doing a Let's Play. I think we'll do some Let's Play with some commentary. Mate, well, we can do it over a stream as well, so it'll probably work both ways. We just need to sync up some sketch to get it going on. Hit us up on Twitter and the Facebooks and tell us what you think you would prefer. Would you watch a stream? I was thinking about streaming in character. So you'd be one of, like you'd be JD Phoenix or something like that? Some Someone like that. Mm. I, uh, I I need to say, Reese, you've shaved. Yeah. And it looks amazing. He looks no. a lot more youthful. You look, yeah, you look no, immediately like younger. It. Baby curbs. I skipped with the with the shaver and a bit too much came off and I was like, I have to even it out. Yeah. I'm surprised they sold you Gears of War 4 at EB when you were there the other day if you were mm. looking like that. Yeah. yeah. I would have asked you for ID. Mm. There you go. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've got a head like a bald egg. It's just, it's all over but the But a shop. lot of people like bald eggs. I particularly love mm. boiled eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Bit With of soldiers. mayonnaise, bit of lettuce on a, on a sandwich. Nah, I'm a soft boiled egg and soldiers dip them suckers. Yeah. It's good. Mm. I used to eat those yeah. when I was three and four. Ha. <laughs> that was what, last week? Ha ha ha. Young pups. Okay. Let's talk about the... Uh, the news. The news. The big news. The big news. Is that is that going to be part of our news news? That'll be part of the news news. So unless you've got anything else you want to contribute, what's the big news? Let's jump into the news news of, of some big announcements this week. Okay. Yeah. This week's news headlines. Big, 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 big news news. So Nintendo <laughs> have finally unveiled the Nintendo NX. It's not the NX anymore. It's the Switch. It's the Switch. It's the Switch. First thoughts, go. Uh, I like it. Thoughts? I want to buy one. Okay. Isn't that the I'm beautiful like, power of marketing? I'm like not that keen. Really? No. It doesn't really... Because it's... To me, it's like the closest thing to um, amazing graphics portable. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't... The thing about... The, and I say this about VR as well. It's the content. I need more of the content. Well, on the content, do you want me to rattle off the games that are currently confirmed? Well, I know 2K and Bethesda have announced their support. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every, every, every publisher and developer put their hand up there's like this big massive graphic where every major every major dev on there in existence is pretty much I'm said, not we're, saying we're supporting the switch I, yeah. okay I, i'm not saying i won't get it and i'm not saying i'm not like i'm against it or anything mm. i'm just saying i need more uh before i can make the decision okay. before, so, before we go so, into the hardware I'll, I'll rattle off the games yep so the legend of zelda breath of the wild which is obviously the, the marquee game. title yeah. Yeah. in conjunction one. with the switch sure a new Mario game. They haven't announced the title, but you see see little Mario running around like a bizarro Mexico world in the trailer. Um, Splatoon Switch, which is probably going to be just the updated version from the Wii U. Mm-hmm. There's a new Mario Kart, which is probably going to be an updated version of MK8. An Elder Scrolls game, Skyrim, but they haven't come out and officially confirmed it, but there's a lot of goddamn gameplay of Skyrim that trailer, on that Switch. Absolutely. Just Dance 2017. Hmm. 
We're going to be a Sonic game next year. Um, there's two Dragon Quest games, Steam World Heist, and there's also an NBA 2K game on there. They haven't confirmed yeah. if it's you know a, a ported NBA 2K17 or if it's a special Switch version. But so so they've come out and announced um, you know pretty well ten games. Yeah, I would like to see more of it before I put put my money down on it. I think it's a really clever trailer. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Notice <clears throat> how everyone in the trailer is an adult. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. And I think um, yeah, I, I noticed that too. Actually, that there isn't a single child really throughout mm-hmm. any of the um, parts of the trailer. The, the trailer itself, if you haven't seen, it's just people playing mm-hmm. the NX. Oh, sorry, the. Switch, Switch. <laughs> in, in different situations. So it follows this one guy who starts off playing it at home. He then... Yeah, you know, his dog barks. <laughs> and the idea of the Switch itself is that the controller can just slide around the frame, the TV, the little... Yeah, the so little, there's there's the Switch dock, Yeah, um, which the Switch sits into. And then obviously the Switch dock has a HDMI output to your telly so you can mm-hmm. you know play on your telly. But yeah, as you said, he just grabs the controller, unclicks the sides, clicks them into the, into the Switch, pulls it out of the dock and then... And it's a screen wandering. like the uh, Wii U Pro. Correct. It, it effectively <clears throat> looks like the Wii U Pro controller mm. um, that's that's out at the moment. Yeah. Apparently, it's the res. It's about 720p um, thereabouts. I think as okay. far as the resolution goes, it's running a little N- Nvidia chip in it, so it's got some oomph. Unreal's getting behind it with their Unreal Four engine, so there's there's a fair few you know software. Well, that new Zelda just, was done. In the do you notice the games themselves look like little SD cards? The little yeah, they're yeah. all cartridges. Yeah, so cartridges, cartridges are confirmed, still. which is smart because you can get. Micro SD storage, you know, 64 gig, 128 gig, 256 gig. So you yeah. can get a lot of data on that yeah. as opposed to a disc. It's yeah. a smart, smart way of doing it. And you, you can download it anyway. Yeah. That's what I'm sure. But it's the, it's, I think, the genius of the trailer. And we sort of knew this from things that were um, explained about the NX previously, that it is going to be a handheld device mm. as well as a home entertainment device. Um, it's just showing the different situations in which you can play, showing how versatile the controllers themselves are. So where it can be um, connected to the Switch and just played like the Wii U Pro is, or you can take them off the Switch and just play them like the um, the, the nunchucks from the old Wii. Yeah, it's it's very clever too with the, they're calling them Joy-Con controllers. So there's Joy-Con L and Joy-Con R. Yeah. Um, and obviously they click into the Switch, but... Yeah, if, if you or myself want to play, the way the controllers have laid out, um, you can tilt them both on the side. So you've still got you've both got a joystick and four four face buttons. Yeah. So very very clever as far as the design. Something goes. just about that that I saw that was quite an interesting concept that someone uh, brought out was that for each major title that comes out, they might do their own version of the Joy-Con R uh, controller. With a few more buttons and things. Different buttons. So mm. something like a Pokemon uh, controller could yeah. be released with uh, like a Pokeball button or a special move button for Super Smash Brothers, uh, which I think is interesting. Um, yeah. The only downside about that is that if you're going back and forth, like would you have to carry extra controllers with you? Yeah, it might you'd be have a bit to. It's strange. <clears throat> like the form factor on there, tiny little things. Like I love the whole size of this. Yeah. I love... It's, it's perfect. Yeah, you you see in in the trailer someone's got it hooked up to the neck of um, the chair in the car. Yeah, so and they're the playing Mario Kart playing, session playing in the back it. of the van. And that's the that's the that's the genius of the trailer is just mm-hmm. showing all of these different situations. And you can see this. You could mm-hmm. see where people would actually yeah. just spend if you know if this thing sold at a very reasonable price, which I'm pretty sure it will be. Nintendo yeah. are pretty good like that. Uh, people are going to buy these just to have in little 
little parts of their lives, little parts like their houses or their cars, or they might take it with them the mm. same way that they would their DS. So I do that at the moment. Yeah. I don't play my DS unless I'm on the road. Um, yeah. It's just so, it looks versatile. The trailer I'm, was perfectly executed, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to see some, uh, eventually, some other sizes come out. They might, oh, be an they might do. Or something. Yeah, yeah, they might do. Yeah, like I would like to actually time. see a smaller one because I don't know about you guys. Like, I looked at the size of it, and it's probably about half the size of a laptop screen, right? Yeah, about. Do you know I, what the dimensions are for the screen? Bear because with me. You're try, right. I'll I was, try and vet this. I, I was I thinking think I about like a mental blank. the reality of me taking that with me because I do most of my mo- mo- all of my mobile gaming on the train. Yeah. Um, would I play it on the train? It seems like it's a little bit. Just a little tiny bit cumbersome to play on the train. It is. It, it Especially does when you look, squish between two idiots trying yeah. to take up the room next to you. It does look too large for maybe commuting. It looks like it's an 8.3 inch screen. So okay. it's 8.3 by just under 5 inches. So yeah. it's. How big is that? It's going to be. Um, in like, show, like, show me. Show it's me two, with your hands. two and a half centimeters <laughs> to the inch. So it's like. Yeah, so it's. Um, so like four pieces on the diagonal, it's nearly seventeen centimeters across and Which seven centimeters up. So that is that big. is kind of big. Yeah, so yeah. something like that. So <sighs> maybe even a smaller version, like a iPad Mini size, would be great. I think. Yeah. But um, it's just something. It's just very clever. Like even little things, like the airport section when he's on the plane, and there's that tiny little kickstand he plugs out, so it yeah. sits on the little meal tray. You know, disconnects the controllers. He's sitting there playing. I think he might have been playing Skyrim, what, little but headphone jack. But I was on like, there. as soon as the plane goes up, it's going to fall over. Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, as soon as that thing does go. But I thought, you know, one little <laughs> piece of, of blue tack, one little bit of blue tack would, would sort <laughs> that out. The official Nintendo blue tack. You've sold this straight away. <laughs> Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> I think. Uh, I, I I have more confidence in it after actually seeing this trailer. Yeah. I know. I mean, look, and ultimately, the trailer is only going to show the best uh, yeah. possible yeah. Uh, scenarios that you can play this under. Um, I'm sure there'll be a couple of problems that we're not quite all aware of yet. Mm. Uh, um, you is know, there a camera on this rise, thing? But no, no camera. Which is interesting because uh, I thought they would have gone with their augmented reality stuff while they were trying to bring out on uh, Nintendo. AR yeah. stuff. Well, yeah. they're, they're supporting Amiibo. There's Amiibo support in it. They didn't clarify exactly how. I'm guessing it's probably to do with the dock. Imagine taking the Amiibo dock with you everywhere. With 60 toys in your bag. Imagine, like, just, uh, it'd be cool just to take it with you to play Mario Kart with your mates. That's what I mean. That, Mario Kart's addictive. That one section where they're cruising in that old van playing Mario Kart in the back seat, yeah. I was like, I want to do that. You could give this to your kids uh, for like yeah. a long ass trip and your kids will just leave you alone. I'm curious as to the playing. battery life on this puppy though because it's running some pretty beefy graphics. It's going to be pretty thirsty on the, on the battery. Yeah. Obviously, they'll have a... a Charger. Yeah, like a 12-volt a, a or 24-volt um, input on there, so you'll be able to charge mm. it still anyway. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and, and you know it's going to run a bit of hot because there's venting on it, and that's the first Nintendo handheld where they've actually put some active vents on it. None of the D- DS consoles have venting, so you know it's going to be having some processing mm. power in the back end to run these games as good as it looks like the zelda looked fantastic yeah the little sizzle reel of zelda they've got in there looked brilliant breath of the wild yeah. yeah so release is it march march yep march i can't remember the i don't think they've got the exact date they're going to announce that and more specs in the coming weeks it, missing the holiday period entirely mm. it's a awkward time isn't it for a console release yeah it's it's an interesting time for a release in march but nintendo come, they always walk to the beat of their own drum yeah. Uh, I think it could be, I guess, to coincide with 
the American summer. Well, come holiday <clears throat> period 2017, um, like Christmas 2017, we'll have... That's when the Scorpio comes yes. out. Obviously, so, the Pro comes out in what? Three weeks? Yeah. Three weeks? Mm. So we'll have, you know, that's going to be at the top of everyone's Christmas list. Mm. And the switch is going to be somewhere at the bottom, it's I'm guessing. An e- it's an Easter present, <laughs> pretty yeah. much, you know, mm. with the way the, the calendar works. But I hope yeah. it's affordable. No, well, d- well done, thing. Nintendo. You, you certainly made a believer out of me. You know, I, probably, I do buy into a bit of trailer here and there, but I try and remain the skeptic for the most part. But I just hit on everything that I wanted addressed. The fact they're using cartridges, so you're going to get more longevity out of your just your general health of your game like obviously your disc can scratch very easy carts are robust they're rugged they're small the form factor on them i think they were like an inch they're grizzly know, really really small little beast the yeah. controls are great they've got a switch pro controller similar to the wii u pro controller as well so yeah. if you want that more beefy controller when you're sitting at home they've got that these little joy con controllers look great i love the idea where the left and the right you tilt them both you know, sideways, and then you've got two controllers, one for a friend and one for yourself. It'd Genius be cool idea. if they had, like, app support, you know, Netflix and mm. Spotify and Stan. That'd be Might pretty do. cool. Might do. Little streaming device. Yeah, that'd be but, right. but they showed four-player local on the little um, Switch, but mm. then at the end they showed that big eSports thing where it's 4v4, so I don't know, maybe there is yeah, but localized I- four-on-four via a pseudo you know, land system that they got going on there. It's uh, mm. hard to work out. They didn't really I imagine it would be all that. Wi-Fi. Mm. I don't imagine it would be 3G or 4G. No, nah, no. Nah. They, they wouldn't mm. put that in because then nah. obviously the SIM and the, who pays for the data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that, they'll have Wi-Fi and they'll be... No doubt these controls are Bluetooth. Yeah. Be what they're running off. So, yeah, well done, Nintendo. Well done. Yeah. Snuck that... Tra- that was a busy night. Like, over that 12-hour time span, there was... The Logan trailer got released. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch, and obviously the next bit of news is Red Dead Redemption Two has been confirmed, coming out fall twenty seventeen. So that's um, it's an after our winter period, year away. Yeah. What do you think of this? The period, like, to to me, it's like as a, in the release period. Like it's it's got a lot of time to be hyped up. You know, is it gonna it's gonna hit that mark? A lot can happen in a year. Rockstar, are typically pretty good. With mm. uh, release schedules, they've never had a delay. I don't think. No, nah, they're they're pretty rock solid. It's just it probably would have been cooler if they announced this at maybe E three and had it released around now. You know, to be the big for Christmas Christmas yeah. holiday title. Obviously, the game probably was nowhere near ready, hence why it's next fall. Mm. But yeah, yeah, they've got a lot of time to to refine exactly how this game is. Obviously, there's this whole pseudo magnificent seven gang looking thing in in the trailer yeah the trailer doesn't show much though no i watched i've watched the trailer three or four times to try and get some excitement out it doesn't really show much it's just a lot of big wide sprawling shots of and i feel like this could be what we're fed for the next year yeah you know just every month a little bit more a bit more so i mean for for me i'm like i have to just not think about it Mm. because i can't i hate waiting for stuff so Mm. I just well, have to wait in a year. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like I, I just have to not think about it, and then when it comes out, yeah, cool. Let's jump into it. I have no horse in the race here. Have you played the original Red Dead? I've look. I've played it at a friend's place. Um, like in the same way that you play like Grand Theft Auto at a friend's place, you yeah. don't really do anything. You just muck around. Yeah. So I just basically became public enemy, killed mm. everyone in the you know local saloon, 
grab some guy by the like with some rope and drag him drag him behind your horse. <laughs> fought the cops for as long as they could, and then you know eventually mm. you get taken out. That's my experience with the game. Mm. So I don't know too much about the story. I don't know too much about. I mean, I suppose what you can actually do in the game mm. outside of those simple things. Um, should I be excited? I think so. Yeah, for sure. Like, should I should I go back and play the first one? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you can get it. It's it's funny because they've since announced like Red Dead Redemption is going to be coming to PlayStation Four as well now. Like obviously as a as a port or whatever, just similar to what they did with the Xbox recently. So you think is I there an Xbox One yeah. version of Red Dead? Well, there's the you know the slightly improved backwards compatible version of RDR that's available on Xbox One. I think it was on sale originally for twelve bucks. I got it then. Yeah. 12 oh, bucks. I should have picked it up. I don't know what price it is now. Mm. So it could be anywhere from 12 to maybe 40. Ooh. I know it was a pretty hefty price outside Big of the jump. sales. So, so I'm, it, when I'm not on this podcast, I'm your number one fan. And I was listening to you guys <laughs> talk about it uh, in the episode on Tuesday. Uh, you're talking about you wanted to see train, train uh, robberies, Reese. Yeah. Train robberies. That sick. sounded cool. Is that even in the space of like RDR one? Like, is that something that well you, you do, touched on? You do it in RDR one, but I think what Curbs touched on, which is a genius idea, was making it more team centric. Yeah, like a heist in GTA like five, payday yeah. sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, which yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. more more stuff like that. Mm. So there is a mm. uh, absolutely uh, uh, like. I would love to be a fucking cowboy mm. in the mm-hmm. Wild West in like an MMORPG of just the Wild West. Well, it's it's interesting because one of the one of the quotes that are getting thrown around is that Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to promise a whole new online multiplayer experience. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe cool. they'll do the similar thing to GTA Online where you can make your own character be this badass in the Wild West. Obviously, they had online modes in Red Dead Redemption, the original one. You can go yeah. on there and, and you can become the most wanted guy and everyone wants to try and shoot you down, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe they will flesh out that MMO-based aspect to a degree. It might even be like VR support. Imagine doing like VR dueling. That'd would, be cool. That would be amazing, doing the draw. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts in RDR, the, the draws. You know, you, you yeah. challenge a guy to a to a drawer in the middle of town at you know 12 noon or whatever and it's a quick time based event where you've got to pull your gun up real quick and aim at him and get the shot off it was, that was always fun mm. speaking of the west speaking of the west what? west world west world oh I was, <laughs> I was going to say world west Sam, Sam tried <laughs> I was just to looking at the news going where's he going with this yeah, yeah, tried yeah. to land that uh, segue didn't quite work <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah nothing I uh, nothing I do tends to work unfortunately um, <laughs> heavy <laughs> rarely works uh, so west world what do we think I love. I know this you show. talk about this like I love on this Tuesday, show. But yeah, it's great. I, I really want to break it down. So I think the first and second episode were amazing. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen the third? I've seen the third. Mm. And the third one's a bit of a lull. Yeah, because they're, they're trying to expand on it now. Obviously, mm. they're they're going on this this AI gone rogue or this virus going through the hosts and all this. So yeah. Obviously, don't want to dive too much into spoiler territory for anyone that hasn't watched any Westworld. It's sort of hard now. to spoil it though. Like, we're, we're so early in the season, even mm. we have no idea. I mean, everyone knows where the story goes. Yeah. Or people already know where the story goes. We have no idea where this season's going. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got some theories. Obviously, now I'm having a mental blank. Ed Harris, who's obviously, you know, yeah. the, the main, main um, antagonist Do, do, do in you this. call him the antagonist? Yeah. I do for Would now. You? Yeah, okay. I think 
you know the I, I can't remember his name in the show. You know that the the new human dude that's rolled in, sort of the wholesome guy. Yeah, um, who's, who's he's rolled in with his mate, What's and his, his mate's just McBoyle? a bit of a debaucherous oh, fellow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My theory is he is Ed Harris. What? Oh, interesting. Alternate timelines, like obviously, because it doesn't. It's hard to gauge what's now and what's back when. With yeah. this. So I'm I my feeling is he's gonna be Ed Harris. I could be way off. But I'm just looking at him, looking at the nuances, I'm just mm, you're the Well one. see Ed, Ed Harris to me is an interesting character because if you look at um like Westworld in the context of like a game, he's like a speedrunner. Like he's yeah. just trying to fucking hack the thing to get to wherever he's going mm. as fast as possible. He obviously has an understanding of of the maze. Of something there. I thought it was like, I initially thought in like the first episode, he was sort of like, maybe it's like corporate espionage in a way where he's just trying to work out how it mm. all works so that he can steal their secrets or whatever. Mm. But he's like, he's like prompting certain responses from yeah. every character he, he interacts with that he expects. So that's really interesting to me. And I don't know that that comes from like this idea of him being a bad guy more than him just trying to achieve his goal in, a, in whatever way. He hasn't really messed with anyone else that but, you really but care he's, about. But he's been in this game for years and years and years and yeah, years and years. Yeah, obviously. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. And I'm still... It's just little things I try and wrap myself around in this show where obviously, you know, um, anyone that fires a gun, if you shoot a host, they get hurt or they die, mm. you know, impact from the bullets. But you shoot a human, yeah. nothing... I'm, so I'm trying to work, what the hell technology is in these bullets? Well, they still get hit. He gets hit in the third episode, old uh, McBoyle. Yeah, but... I need, to, I need to find out this But question. nothing phases him. Like, mm. I, I'm like in that bullet shot, like it clipped him in the shoulder or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, no... It hurt him. It, hurt him. it yeah, didn't, didn't but, wound him. But when but you shoot, obviously it. one of the hosts, bullet hole through them. No. What if it's like uh, like PvP? <laughs> like, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. real person versus... in a safe zone. Yeah, real person versus real person. Mm. In Westworld, do they get hurt if they get shot? Then or? they haven't touched on that yet, so yeah. I'm, I'm curious about that. But we're starting to see. Obviously, Dolores is starting to go a little bit. What's going on? Mm. You know, she's starting to wake up. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Obviously, I, I think the. I know we're diving into a lot of spoilers, so apologies in advance for anyone that is listening that hasn't watched what, it. Watch it, yeah. The young boy, in the show, in Westworld itself, is young Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. The yeah, little 100%. kid running around, yeah, yeah. the one he met yeah. in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is that it? church. That's where the original site was, I think. Mm. Which is probably going to tie into the film. This yeah. is theory crafting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're going to try and tie threads from the original film together, and that church was like you know, let's say, site zero or something yeah. like that. The vestige. And, yeah, and you know they they um. Is that rattlesnake there? Remember the the little girl said something yeah. about you know go to the where the Red River forks meet with the rattlesnake sleeps yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the entry exit point into into the maze. Okay, my thoughts. Cool. I'll be interested to see where it goes. Um, obviously, I don't. I didn't love the third episode. The third episode was just filler, which sucks because it had so much momentum after the second. Mm. So as long as it just kind of lifts more than it plateaus like it did there, I'll be mm. happy. But yeah. We had another piece of news today. Did we? We had lots of news, but what was the one from today? You tell me. Yeah. Uh, actor Donald Glover. Oh, yes. Childish Gambino. The Bino is going to be young Lando Calrissian. Yeah. In the Han Solo Star Wars film. That's great. 
Mm. I think it's a great fit. And I think he'll be able to do it well. Mm. I think so. I'm, I'm still... I'm still salty on him for unnecessary reasons what is about he, what community. Is he but anyway. in other than community, uh, he's been in Atlanta, his own show. Atlanta, I haven't seen Atlanta. You raved about it. It's good. It's yeah. a good show. Yeah, okay. worth watching. Okay, for sure. He was in the not the Martian, or was it the Martian? Yeah, he was in the Martian. He was in the Martian. What is? Wasn't he in Magic Mike Double XL for like two seconds? Yeah, he was in. The, I haven't seen that, but I've heard. But he was in the marsh. He's like some like physics genius in that, and helps try and work out a way to you know get obviously the shuttle back with Matt Damon in it. He's in that okay. in a more serious role. Mm. Um, he's in a few other things, but most of it's sort of that light comedy. He was in Girls. That was he was a bit more of a serious role in Girls. Mm. Um, in one of the earlier seasons, I could see him as a young Cal- Lando Calrissian. I guess mm. Mm. I don't like him. I don't. I don't fucking like him at all. I think he's. Not as great as you guys seem to think he is. I'm still salty on him because of community. So yeah. I still think he's pretty talented on like, you know, the grand scheme of things, but I'm still just like, you son of a I bitch. think he was funny in community. Yeah. I think yeah. he's funny in community. I think his stand-up's crap and he's a rapper, which is sort of, mm. you know. He's oh, a writer. He's, 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 his music is incredible. He does a lot of things. Without a doubt. Mm. Mm. So um, did you see as well this week that... Samsung successfully got a YouTube video taken down from... Yeah, um, it was a GTA 5 mod where yeah. the bomb throw was... was You know, they implanted yeah. a you know Note 7 yeah. as the bomb device. So they managed to get that taken down, which I found very humorous. It's mm. a losing battle. They got mm. one video taken down. It's, it's, it's so many other videos. It's crazy it? though. Like I was... I flew to Germany the other week and on every flight, you know, they do the... You know, take your seatbelts, blah blah blah. One of the one of the things they play on board now is anyone that has a Samsung Note Seven or whatever offshoot ones that could also potentially combust or blow up. Make you, you cannot charge this at any time on the flight. Make sure it's turned off, stowed away. Do not use this phone or this device at all during during the flight, especially during landing and takeoff. No smoking, no Samsung. Exactly. It was that. just like that. It was like I. <laughs> heard it and I'm like they're taking the piss but no serious and there's notifications all through the airports and, and this is Ugh. worldwide like wow. it's it's crazy yeah crazy it's, crazy crazy yeah what are they doing where is this up to like I know the thing blows up did, did they recall every single one mm-hmm. yeah really yeah so if you had one you've got to give it back yeah yeah and what do they give you instead just a new model maybe credit or, or like they maybe put on hold for you to get a new one. What a horrible time to yeah. be alive. Hey, your Samsung you know, it blows happens. up and your yeah. iPhone 7 doesn't let you You'd be... listen to music and charge it at the same time. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many product recalls are out there. That, you know, they advertise them in the paper or online. Yeah. It's, uh, it's weird. But it's like, and like there's been instances where phones have set fire while they're on charge with yeah. previous models as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like it's a brand new thing. No. But it's just shit. Like mm. the, the two newest models for the two biggest phone. Oh, I don't think there's much of a problem brands. with the iPhone 7. I don't. iPhone 7, I hate it so much. So we both got one. <laughs> I hate it. Why? I think it's like, because it's just the whole idea of having a... The multi-gesture touch, yeah. do you mean? Or no, do you no, mean no. The, the, the dock? It's purely the lightning port, right? Right. That I have to charge my phone through it and listen to music through it is so inconvenient because I love listening to musical podcasts on my phone. Mm. I listen to The Hungry Gamers all the time. Uh, For those that don't, like on check 10%, us out immediately. 
Yeah, if you haven't heard the Hunger Games, check them out. If if my phone's on like five percent and I'm at work and I don't want to have to listen to my colleagues, which most of the time I don't, I have to take my headphones off and charge it. I can't do both. You can. There's a splitter you can get. But why why is that an elegant solution to a problem it that really wasn't isn't. an issue previously? <clears throat> the idea that I have to buy a splitter to have the luxury of doing both is so stupid to me. I want to know what where all your battery power is going because my battery, I listen to Spotify all day. I'm being day. good. I'm being good. I'm not and charging it overnight. Why not? Because that's how your battery, because you kill your battery that way. If you leave it on the charger for longer than it needs to be, that's how your battery life reduces. And that's the problem. That's how I had my problem with my iPhone 5. I, I used to leave it on all night. And then I got to a position where I couldn't go three hours without it being on a charger. I found that using the non-standard cables also had a big effect on it as well. Some yeah, cables okay. I would use and it would charge like for hours and hours and hours. Okay. But if I use the official iPhone one, it was like, bang, done better. in like mm. less than an hour. And okay. It, and that charge held a lot better as well. So, sure. you know. So that's my, that's my thing anyway. So I'm just trying to extend the battery life out, which is why I'm not doing that overnight. But it's just stupid. And the idea, like, I mean, if you're going to make me use one port for two different things, give me two ports. Why couldn't they give me two ports? It's a cash grab. All it is. It is. It's <clears> so <throat> stupid. And I'm not going to buy the AirPods. Is that what no, they're called? I yeah, they are called Because knowing my luck, the second I step over a freaking drain, the thing's going to fall out of my but, ear. But uh, Bluetooth earphones and Bluetooth headphones are not expensive now. And you yeah. Can get, like, Bluetooth. Like yeah, wireless. but you've still got to... Oh, yeah. And they'll connect via Bluetooth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. I like my Audio-Technica cans, Quick, Quick shout-out on this. Segways perfectly. Add in the news, but we'll jump on it right yeah. now. Audio-Technica at the Sound Image Awards just took out um, best Bluetooth headphones of the year. So they get a won, won a bit of silverware. They also took out the best turntable under 1000 bucks. Oh. So any budding DJs or uh, you know iPhone 7 users that want some Bluetooth cans, audio-technica.com.au. Keen as. Well done, boys. Yeehaw. And girls. Fuck iPhone 7. It's the same as when they transition to the lightning um, port, though. I could, I could, I'm the cool same bullshit. That. They just I'm go, okay with you know that. what? We Let's... have to progress eventually. Yeah, so but, like, but there's no, not there is not a single positive um, feature of isolating uh, both your audio and your, your charging to one port. There's not a single benefit to that. Yeah, the just, benefit is on their side because it's more money. That's it. That's spruiking all it the, uh, spruiking the thinness of the phone now. By, it's like like one millimeter. Yeah, but it's just so it's it's. Look, I I, I actually arbitrary. haven't noticed. I haven't noticed the problem. It's made me come up once, and I've gone oh, here. It is. See, but that's the thing. It's it's when it becomes a problem, then it's like oh. Mm. And like my iPhone five, frankly, if the thing didn't die on me after three hours, I'd like to see some more back to it. investment in induction charging. I don't know why that did, went away because what, induction that, charging. Yeah, where. You basically charge just, mats and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you just put it on top of the mat and it charges. Like, why don't we have more of that? It's interesting technology, isn't like, it? Like they were oh, talking how does that about. Even work? They were talking about having an induction charger in that you could put inside your jeans, inside the like you could line the pockets yeah, of your so jeans. Yeah, you put your phone it, in the charger and it charges walk. as you walk and mm. stuff like that. Like, I've it'll get hot though on your legs. Oh yeah. yeah, or like you know you can put it in your backpack or on your belt or something like this. It needs to be more in, like stuff on that. So. A, a lot of the risks with that kind of stuff though is because you need it in an a well aerated environment like yeah, well, induction charging in a backpack it's going to heat up and then your yeah. backpack might catch on fire and then you're dead yeah, yeah. or it's you're on fire Sam that's one thing right I now. thought it'd be good is <laughs> having a backpack disaster. with a cable coming out of it <laughs> mm. with a charger like a battery pack built into it yeah Burton Burton did a few where they had like a, a USB yeah. out with a couple of multi-socket heads on it for yeah, okay. various phones and things but obviously yeah. you'd need a 
one of the little charge pads, like a little portable charger, passbook charger, whatever mm. in there as well. So one of um, I, I was walking through Central Station today and I saw this ad up, uh, and it was just this. Uh, it's the Google G, and it says introducing Pixel by yeah, their new phone, their new yeah. phone. Everybody's mm. raving about it. Yeah, yeah. When's that? It's out, out now. It's out now. It came out this week. I haven't looked enough into it to put an honest opinion or at least a semi-informed mm. opinion. I've heard some good things. Um, one I, dude I, I sort of follow on the Instas, um, he's been raving about it. Any mm. Apple so, diehards that have one of these Google things, I'll trade you my iPhone 7 and I'll probably give you a bit of cash <laughs> on top. Yeah. Right, yeah. trade it out. Like, gum tree. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, got, it's got a near identical form factor to the, the iPhone 7. Yeah. You know, it spruiks that it's got the best camera in phone history. But all, all this stuff, like, it's such a piss take. It's like, oh, we've got a 40 megapixel camera. It's like, yeah, that's all well and good. But unless you're zooming in to see the pubes on a bee's dick or well, you want to print this photo on a five-meter canvas, when are yeah. you going to use that kind of resolution? That's it. I mean, if you don't need to upgrade, Just you really buzzwords. should upgrade your phones. All buzzwords. Yeah. Speaking of buzzwords, got any more news? Got some plenty of news. Got some plenty of news. Got good English plenty. right there. Yeah. Got some plenty. The goodest. So, Smite Tactics has been announced. So, it's a uh, turn-based strat game um, where before battle, players create armies using an assortment of collectible cards. You direct your, your gods and your minions across the battlefield and then, um, you know, fight in turn-based structure. So, that's all that's sort of been announced with it so far. It's still fairly new in the development cycle, but it's interesting to see them, you know, transition from that MOBA realm into this, you know, turn-based strat option, tying into the cards which is one of the other big things that are doing the rounds of the video game world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never really... I've only played Smite once. Same. But it's free to play. I've played it a few times. It looks all right. I like the, I like the aesthetics and, and the world where they are using gods, you know, doing battle against each other. I think that's cool. It's probably, you know, worth investing some time into, but there's just that many games out there like this that I think probably do it better. Yeah. There's that new one that came out. I think it's called Battle Right or something like that. And it's uh, two on two PvP only uh, MOBA uh, sort of gameplay. Ugh. Yeah. Kind of like just Hero vs. Hero No Minions. Mm. But it's supposed to be like an arena battle. So, yeah, I, I think um, what I feel like they're trying to do is incorporate the best of all of the fad things that are coming out for games like. Uh, incorporating the use of uh, of burn cards as well as real trading cards as well as microtransactions as well and as the RTS you know, and just and the laning and things like that bring it all <clears> into <throat> like you know what I mean mm. where they're just trying to get everything in one to just bleed a little bit more money out mm. of people I'm curious if this will be a bit more of a fleshed out game as opposed to Smite which is a free to play game and obviously I, I, there might be an like, initial yeah. down payment required to have this game but it might have a lot more substance and meat on the bone as opposed to how yeah. smart is if you're not wanting to be one of those microtransaction players. And, and, and I don't really think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, um, do I? You know, that's just the way gaming's going. And these, because uh, they did Paladins and, you know, that's full of... Have you played that since being on that high horse a few weeks ago about oh, how I wasn't high horse. horse. Like, uh, I just, I, all I said is I had fun. Like, I, you know, I like playing it. Yeah, I do like, I do enjoy playing it. I just find it's typically very easy. Um, especially if you've got the right character. If you've got that dragon character with the rocket launcher, you're looking at 70, 80 plus kills um, every round. Just, it's not hard. Mm. Um, it's a lot of kills. Yeah, yeah. But I guess when you're a dragon with a rocket launcher, yeah. what's going to beat you? It's hard to find someone that'll beat that character. A T-Rex with a flamethrower. 
Yeah. Oh, Dragon with rocket launcher. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. The Reinhardt guy. Epic beast. Because dragons are fire resistant as well. Yeah. That's what you have to Not remember. Not all of them. And there's they can frost, fly. There's frost dragons. It's and flamethrowers would be weak to frost. I mean, to... Yeah. Paladins, no, is out frost on, um, yeah. Paladins is out on consoles now, I believe. Or yeah? due to come out on console. Mm. So... Something but how does the t- how does the Tyrannosaurus Rex hold the flamethrower with its tiny little arms? It's got attachments to its arms. That's true. Similar to Ash in Evil Dead with his chainsaw that it, that clicks into his arm socket. Right. Mm. The flamethrower is part of its arms. Extendo arms. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right, I'm with you now. That makes sense. Mm. Something else that's coming out on the PlayStation 4 on November 22nd is Amnesia: The Collection. So I have no memory of that. <laughs> Boo. Boo earns. <laughs> so Amnesia is an good. extremely scary game that was on PC. It's made by Frictional Games. Um, so this Amnesia collection gives you The Dark Descent, which is the original one, which is scary as shit. Anyone that wants a jump scare game, get on the Amnesia collection on PS4 from November 22nd or on PC now. So you get The Dark Descent, uh, Justine, and A Machine for Pigs. So that's all three of the games currently done by Frictional in that Amnesia universe. November 22nd on PS4. Any survival, any horror-based fans, any jump-scare-based fans, anyone that just wants to get scared, get this little trilogy pack because it's one of the scariest games out there. Mm. Well worth your time, well worth your money. But in the more immediate future, there's... What have we got here? Eight new releases coming out this week. Eight. That's a lot. Higher than seven, less than nine. Eight. Okay. Maths. What are they? So the first one, <laughs> it's it's still such a terrible name for this game. I feel very bad for them. So it's Dark Siders, the War Mastered Edition. Ah, so it's obviously War remastered uh, the original Dark Siders games, dropping on the bone on the PS4, Wii U, and PC on October the twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Xenoverse two on the Xbox One and the PS4. Okay. Let's put a pin and in that PC. one because I want to know about these Dragon Ball games. Okay. Have you guys ever played Dragon Ball games? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. A couple. Are they all fighting games? Yeah, uh, well, they're, they're not fighting games. They're all fighting games, right? But they're not fighting games in the same way that like Street Fighter and Tekken are 2D. How are they different? So they they use uh, environment and space a lot more. Okay. Um, and depending on which one you play, they even use like cutscenes and, and quick time events. Okay. Not cutscenes, but quick time events. Right. Um, I didn't play Xenoverse 1, but I think Xenoverse, uh, sorry, Budokai Tenkaichi, those Dragon Ball titles. What's the difference between Xenoverse, Budokai, Budokai Tenkaichi? So Budokai Tenkaichi uses or follows the story. Okay. Uh, and I think it, I think it follows mainly, they will just follow Dragon Ball Z story arcs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they might also go into GT arcs as well, which is like Super Saiyan 4. Okay. Um, Xenoverse is like you create your own Dragon Ball character and it's this weird warped universe where the story is completely thrown out and you're the hero. Okay. So that that was the idea of Xenoverse 1. I'm not sure about 2. Okay. And is it just uh, like there's no RPG element to it? You sort of just... Yeah, there is. There stage would be, by stage. No, no, no. So there's there's an overarching story that you follow. Okay. And you unlock more things as you go. But essentially what you're doing as the character is just fighting. Yeah. <clears throat> you level up though. Yeah, you would level. Oh, I think you level up. Again, I'm not too 9, sure. But you unlock like items. You unlock 
um, characters as you go, I imagine. Okay. Um, and is that sort of similar to, to Naruto? Is that the Naruto games as well? Not quite. Naruto is similar in, in the way that the fights take place. There's yeah. not really many quick time events in Naruto. There's none, in fact. But um, Naruto just follows the story. And the I last see one these follows games. the story through to completion, thank God. I always see these games and I'm like, yeah, I'd love to play that. Like, it's cool. But then Naruto's I'm thinking... fun. Is it just fighting? Like, once you beat the 10 characters, it's what else are you going to well, do? Well, like, typically there's a huge roster. Like, Naruto Shippuden has, like, a massive roster of characters that are all... They, they're all controlled the same way. So, right. like, the way that you would evade is the same. The way that you would tie in a combo or do a special move is the same. But all of the moves are different for each character. So, that's fun. Oh, okay. Um, it, it makes it easy just to pick up anybody and then get a bit of a different experience. I was playing with, like, Mache our camera uh, guru at Spawn Point the other day and mm. we're playing that for hours oh. just with this. It's pretty fun. Okay. Sorry. I just... Oh, Xenoverse might oh, be fun oh, as well. It just came up and I was like, yeah, I've actually wanted to always ask about those games because... I think Xenoverse would be okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Maybe give it a crack. Nah. We'll have a review up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just really like... <laughs> really nutted that one down <laughs> nah. still couldn't sell you uh, we'll have a review up in the next if there week was like so. a Dragon Ball game in the style of Naruto Rise of the Ninja I'd be all over it um, yeah that's right you always go back to that one don't you uh, the, the Naruto games have something like that they have like a story um, like where you run around the town and you it's not Rise of the Ninja stuff. it's not Rise of the it's Ninja just better like it's, it's uh, I think it's better Rise of the Ninja I fucking hated that game loved it hated that game mm. Anyway, what else is coming out, Brendan? So Farming Simulator drops on 25th of October. Oh, your favourite. I haven't played any more this week because I've just been in full Battlefield 1 mode. Mm. But I'm going to get back to it because I've been enjoying my time with this game. But it drops on Xbox One, PS4 and the PC. World of Final Fantasy. PS4 and Vita on October 25th. Mm-hmm. What's World of Final Fantasy again? Uh, I haven't looked too much into it, to be honest. I couldn't mm. tell you too much about it. It brings together characters from various Final Fantasy titles okay. in like what I'm guessing is and don't hate me nerds if I get this wrong but what I'm guessing is like a sort of almost a Kingdom Hearts storyline which oh, brings okay. everyone together okay um, right. well that could be alright mm. yeah it could be fun I'm hoping to maybe have a bit of a crack at it and uh, I'll, I'll grab it and I'll let you guys know soon I guess sounds Sick. good sounds good so Elder Scrolls Skyrim Special edition, so that is the the remastered edition mm-hmm. on Xbox One, PS4, and PC on October the twenty eighth. The next one I'm super keen for Titanfall two, Xbox One, PS4, and the PC on the twenty eighth as well. Yeah. And the last one for this week is Yomawari Night Alone on the Vita and PC on the twenty eighth. So Titanfall two, that's where I'm hedging my bets this week. Ah, but I'm going to put my real money on that. We got so many things to play. Yeah, but I want want to play Titanfall 2 as well. So many is in Gears of War. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, you know what? Uh, Obviously, World of Final Fantasy, I'll I'll play it. Um, Talking about Dragon Ball Z vs. 2 makes me want to put my money on that bad boy this week. Mm. Um, And also, I'm a sucker for Skyrim. Okay. I love Skyrim so much. I really... I I thought about jumping back into Skyrim, but I've finished that game front to back. Yeah. I've done the expansions... Yeah. I can't dedicate you 100 know a hundred hours, hours for that yeah. game again. So sadly I'm gonna pass on Skyrim Remastered. I'm actually gonna pick up Titanfall 2 because the 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 you know the tech test alpha as they were calling it was fantastic. Mm. Sold me on their new vision for it. 
I'm going to be getting that this week. Cool. I'm going to be getting that on the bone. Mm. And I'm going to be wrecking some Titans. <laughs> nice. That's the way. Hmm. You getting anything this week? Real uh, or fictitious? Or are you just going to get on the gal? Oh, I'll get on the gal for sure. But um, I have a pre-order for Titanfall 2. Nice. So I'll get that nice. too. Pick that up. See if you can curbo style your way into some uh, big W price match there action. There you go. Big W price match. It's going to mm. happen. So there's a few things going on this week as well. The first one, um, the next Destiny-based event, uh, which is the Halloween event called Festival of the Lost. It kicks off on October the 25th, runs through to November the 8th. You get a whole host of new wearable masks. Um, there's there's quests. There's an exclusive quest line tied into the, the Rise of Iron expansion. So if you own the Rise of Iron expansion, you'll be able to um, you know get a specific Halloween-based quest line mm. during that time frame. Obviously, the... Overwatch Halloween special still running for another week or so as well. Yep. I still haven't played it. No, I know we talked about yeah. it on Tuesday that we were going to give it a <laughs> Maybe go. Maybe tomorrow, yeah. We need to because it looks great and I want some of them skins. I want that Grim Reaper. Oh, not Grim Reaper. You know, Jack O'Lantern Reaper yeah. skin. I yeah. want that bad. You don't even play Reaper. I always play Reaper now. Oh, okay. Where have you been? It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Reaper and Soldier and Diva are my main three usually and then mm. Lucio as well if we need heals. But anywho, and I don't know what's going on next weekend. Actually, now I think about the smarts behind this. probably ties into The Walking Dead coming back on in a week. Yeah, so the zombie walks. Next next weekend on October the 29th, there's a zombie walk in Sydney, Perth, Cairns, Canberra and Melbourne. I've done a zombie walk before. Yeah. This is, uh, I think, to raise money for cerebral palsy correct, research. Correct, which is fantastic. Yes, so very good. Any any zombie fans out there or, or anyone that you know just wants to do their thing for charity, chuck on a bit of zombie makeup um, in Sydney. Uh, you're meeting at Belmore Park. I think all of these kick off or you've got to meet there around 12 o'clock. Don't quote me as gospel, so check on the net. Uh, Belmore Park in Sydney, Northbridge Piazza in Perth, roaming around Cairns um, in Cairns. That's some area of Cairns. Actually, check that out. It's apparently a real place. Regatta Park in Canberra and the Birrarung Ma Park in Melbourne. Mm. So zombie walks all over the country this, this coming weekend. Anyone that's driving around normally and sees some zombies, fear not. They're doing it for a good cause. No apocalypse has actually occurred. Someone will have something to fun. complain about it for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Walking Dead comes back as well. We're going to find out who the hell Negan killed. I know what happens in the graphic novels. I'm curious if they're going to follow that same storyline or if they're going to swerve us. I hope it's Steven Yeun. What are you looking who at? I for? just don't know if I should answer based off the graphic novels or not. Oh. No, no. Don't, I mean, it doesn't don't matter. People can find out if don't they answer. want yeah. to. But I, I, like, I hate Steven Yeun. Well, they already... And death, I hate Carl. They've death swerved him already, remember when... They death swerved him like seven times yeah. in the last season. Yeah. And I was so excited when I thought he was getting eaten. <laughs> And then he doesn't get eaten. It's like, fuck. You've got a bit of hatred towards the Yunus. I think he's like, him and uh, Carl are just so mopey. Carl. Yeah. Carl. <laughs> That's the best bit. They're so mopey, those two freaking actors. I it's, don't know. It's annoying too, because in, in the novels, Carl becomes a freaking badass. Like, obviously, in the later season now where he's lost his eye, like, during that time when that happens, in the, in the, in the, the novels or the comics, he just starts to become this little tough boss dude after all that and real hardened but mm. just doesn't translate to screen at the moment which yeah, is a bit annoying the actor's pretty whatever his name is I've seen the the boy actor in The Strain for anyone that watches The Strain that kid I hate that kid <laughs> he's the worst actor why? he's just obviously a lot of 
kid actors they're wooden they can't convey emotions the way you want to like it looks like they're literally just reading a storyboard going oh don't get me help ah oh, 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 I'm God. scared now and, and he's just like that he's so shit yeah. and the worst thing is they recast that actor like the one that they had for yeah. the first season was alright then they recast him to this shit one yeah and now it's just like oh my god what, uh, so what children do you hate Reese? <laughs> <laughs> I love I love all children they're, oh, they're all great yeah mm. never seen a bad child actor really you know why because I wouldn't be able to do any better <laughs> I reckon it'd be alright I think you'd you could probably feel the role of Carl now, looking how youthful you are. Wow. Wow. Get you a long, long wig on and an eye patch. Mm. You could be uh, Carl in Sheriff's Walking Hunt. Dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I've no. There's never been a kid actor I, I didn't really think much of. Mm. I've never really thought about it too much, <laughs> to be honest. I'm sure you could think of a few. Yeah, mm. I, I there's think, always one kid that you just yeah. want to kick. He's the one. He's the one. I'd, I'd chuck a sneaky boot into the kid from The Strain, just like <laughs> sneaky <Yeah>. boot. <clears throat> Uh, learn how to act you karate chop. yeah from from me learn how to act the funny thing is what's what's Haley Joel Osment right the Sixth Sense kid yeah have you seen him how he looks nowadays uh, he looks exactly the same yeah. just a little bit fatter I heard him on uh, you made a weird podcast he was fantastic or was might have been the nerdist was he not on Band of Brothers as well maybe Ooh, I don't know he was in um, I think he was in one episode he was in Tusk I think he was in yeah, Tusk. Was in that Tusk, was the yeah. last thing I've seen him in. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, in- interesting guy. Uh, you check, check out that podcast of him. It's, he, he sort of talks a little bit about what he's been doing since um, Sixth does Sense. He, does he just say nothing? Because I literally hadn't seen him oh, for like no, no. He's done, 15 years. He's done a lot of theatre. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, stuff like that. But uh, he, I think he spends most of his time travelling, which is admirable. Hmm. But um, How to him. Yeah. Unlike that guy who played... Uh, Anakin Skywalker, he had a Hayden terrible time. No, 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 no. The young Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a terrible time. He um, didn't uh, he end up in jail uh, or drugs or something? Maybe, but I know that he just got bullied nonstop after that movie, and people just made his life hell. He never went back to acting. Never did another thing mm. in his life. So, you know the kid from Two and a Half Men? Yeah, he's yeah. full straight Christian now and hates the show, talks down on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does, hates acting, doesn't want to get back into acting. He that, was in Louis C.K.'s show this year, um, um, uh, Horace and Pete, but mm. like for like a second. Mm. And uh, Louis talks on Marin about how much the kid just doesn't want to touch acting. It's, yeah, it's, but I mean, you, you work in that environment for mm. too long and make that amount of obscene amount of money, like yeah. Yeah. just does things to you, you know? It's, it's funny because you, you don't see... Uh, awful amount amount of young childhood actors stay in that industry and translate into then you know well-known adult actors like Mm. the most recent one that comes to mind is um christian bale did it christian bale did it um christian hayden Hayden christensen obviously tying into the star wars he was a bit of a younger dude when he was young darth vader he sort of stuck through um like that chloe Chloe grace moretz is probably the biggest one of recent years yeah who was in Kick-Ass. Yeah. You know, she's still... I think she's 19 or something But, like, now. the one... What was the other girl that was, like, in all of the films, like... <laughs> Abigail Breslin? Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning, yes! Yeah. Yes! That was the vaguest fucking question. You managed to nail the it. The girl that was in all the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in, like, a ton of films. And then, like, <clears> just went nowhere. She, like, wound up in Twilight and that was it. But her younger sister is now in a lot of things. Oh, yeah? Elle Fanning. Those Fanning girls. Mm. They, uh, they hit their peak early, don't they? 
I is that weird? Know. No comment. Yeah, I'm not That's saying weird. I didn't mean that as an innuendo. <laughs> we know, we know, we know. Uh, was, Action versus intention. We see, know, we this know. is why I just yeah. never get things right. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a double-edged sword, the old the old child acting. There's that uh, that movie that um, David Spade did called Dickie something about a child actor. Oh, of, yeah. Dickie Roberts, famous childhood star yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talks about the life of a child actor quite well. Any mm. good? Um, yeah, it is not a bad film actually. Um, I think old David Spade gets a bit of a bit of a run around. I think he deserves a little bit more, a little bit more respect. Yeah, he's alright. I'll say one thing: he's 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 stretched his career. Like he's got some longevity out of the he's, Spade name. Like, there's no denying, and I think even he admits this that he's sort of just like waiting for Adam Sandler to write more movies so he can be in them. He shouldn't wait for that because all Adam Sandler's movies these days are shit. Yeah, yeah but... Th- that yeah. Jack and Jill or whatever it was. Though. They're money makers. Yeah. Mm. Like, he will always make money. Mm. Come on, David. I watched Big Daddy like the other day. Yeah. Again, great movie. Good great movie. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the little, act, the little kid actor in that, fantastic. He's great. He was yeah. what, like, they were twin brothers that played that role. Oh. But then after that movie, I think they start on their own show for a hot minute and now they're just... Oh, interesting. Out of it. Yeah, no. Doing normal life. Huh. Mm. Yeah. But uh, back to news. Any more news? Back to news. No, that's, well, that's, that's the end of the show. All those really, events. Really? There's, there's a thousand zombie works, walks going on next yeah. weekend. So anyone that wants to, you know, brains and all that fun stuff. Anything you guys want to touch on? Yeah, oh, a couple of quick ones. Yeah. yeah. What do you got? Um, obviously, youtube.com forward slash we are 8-bit. Check it out on there for all our video game uh, related video content. 8-bit.net for all our written based content. There's a ton of reviews up there. There's some good news, some clips, some trailers. Uh, the THG intro. We want to say congratulations to old Danny Paps for winning the first month for his adorable little THG iteration yeah. with his little girls jumping in there. Um, we're going to send out a little care package this week as a you know as a, a congratulatory prize. Yeah, we're going to kick this thing off again next uh, next episode. Mm-hmm. We've got a few in the chamber already, but anyone that does want to get involved, just email us a soundbite saying the Hungry Gamers to the Hungry Gamers at eight bit dot net. Um, you know, want to find us, Kirby. At Reese Eight Bit on the Twitters, yeah. Turbo Kerbo underscore on the Instas, yeah. At Eight Bit Sam on the Twitters for mm-hmm. for you, Sam. That's it. Brendan Eight Bit for myself forever. But I guess that's probably the main ones. And yeah, until next week, which will be episode thirty nine, World First. I, okay, you always say World First because <laughs> technically it is. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's truth. It's oh well, yeah. Hey, it's true. Stay hungry. Oh yeah, Halloween special soon. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.